I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome. It is Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz. Ben Ferguson with you. Senator, we have got China, China and Hunter Biden in China all in one podcast today. Uh, Let's start first with Hunter Biden and the art sales. We were told that this was going to be the uh, most transparent government in history from the Biden team. We were also told that they were going to not know who the buyers of the art were, and that was part of the separation between the two worlds so that no one could buy influence. The liberal, hardcore left Washington Post is now reporting that Hunter Biden's paintings have sold for a total of at least $1.5 million, And we're also being told that he knows the mass majority of those that, people that were purchasing art from him, including his sugar daddy, who's also bought some of this art, the same guy that has his 10% stake in a Chinese energy company. It's a lot to unpack. Give me your overthoughts on this. Well, look, they were right uh, that they said it would be the most transparent in history, and it's the most transparent lie. It's the most transparent fraud. It's the most transparent money laundering scheme in history. So, so, so that they were right. They just omitted a few words. Look, this is the Washington Post reporting. You know, it's bad when the Post is forced to report. The Washington Post tells us that in total there have been ten buyers of the art, and collectively they have paid one point five million dollars. Only three of the buyers have been identified, so there's seven mystery buyers. We don't know who they are. But of the three buyers that have been identified, the largest one goes to Kevin Morris. Kevin Morris is the lawyer out in California who, as you said, is basically Hunter's sugar daddy. Kevin Morris purchased 11 paintings for a total of $875,000. 11 paintings. $875,000. Now, mind you, this is the same Kevin Morris who purchased a 10% stake in the Chinese firm Hunter was working with. This is the same Kevin Morris 
who has allegedly lent, and remember we did when we did the the multi-episode interview with James Comer, he explained how loans were the newest form of money laundering, that they were trying to get around the tax laws and just conveniently have loans that are never repaid. Well, this Kevin Morris has, quote, loaned Hunter Biden roughly $5 million. In fact, it was Kevin Morris's money that paid off what Hunter Biden owed to the IRS. So this Kevin Morris is writing a lot of checks to Hunter. But it's not just Kevin Morris. We also know of another person, a Democratic donor, Elizabeth Naftali, who purchased two pieces of art, one for $52,000 and another for $42,000. So she's up at $94,000 that has gone to Hunter. And it's worth noting that President Biden appointed her in 2022 to the U.S. Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad. This is naked. This is brazen. This is obvious. It's not only obvious, but there have been major warnings from our government about using art for money laundering purposes. And and, and this was a, a clear decision by the Biden team uh, or Hunter Biden directly to figure out ways to still make money while there was so much scrutiny on his other business dealings. We were also told that he had divested all of his investments in China. That wasn't true. Uh, in fact, we played a montage on the show center not that long ago of all the times that Joe Biden lied to the American people saying they'd never made a dollar, a dime from China. That was also a lie here. And so now it seems that not only did they know that, that money laundering could come through art sales, but they definitely needed to know who was buying their art so they knew who to take care of uh, one of those examples, and this came out when when we had the first hostages that were released in Gaza, the first American release had direct ties to Hunter Biden and the President of the United States of America, had received an appointment from the president, and not only that, had also bought artwork from Hunter Biden. Well, and, and it's worth noting that this is exactly the opposite of what the Biden White House told the American people. So, for example... In 2021, here's what CNN reported, quote, two sources familiar with the sales arrangement told CNN that the purchaser of the artwork will be kept anonymous and neither Hunter Biden nor the public will have knowledge of who bids on or purchase the work. If there is any unusual behavior, such as the offer price being too high or the collector doesn't appear interested in the work, the gallery is expected to turn down the offer, the sources said. Now, that was just a brazen lie. Um, even the Biden White House, I assume, is not going to maintain that Hunter didn't know about his buddy Kevin buying 11 paintings. I don't know if he's setting it up as like his wallpaper is nothing but Hunter Biden paintings and, and spending $875,000. They claimed it was anonymous. It's obviously not anonymous. And, and look, if these were ordinary art sales, why does it just happen to be that they are Democrat funders and Democrat funders who are in turn getting rewarded with appointments from the president of the United States? I also want to talk about another aspect of Kevin Morris. Kevin Morris has obviously opened up his bank account uh, to Hunter Biden. He claims it's a loan. At some point, you're supposed to pay back a loan unless it's student loans. And apparently Joe Biden and the, and the Biden team doesn't think you ever have to actually pay those back. But Kevin Morris has now confirmed that he owns, keyword owns, Hunter Biden's 10% stake in a Chinese state-backed investment fund 
this was verified by House investigators last week that he purchased Hunter's 10% stake in the Chinese state-backed investment fund, BHR Partners, uh, confirming this now for the first time. And then Morris's ownership of the stake is raising major questions about his intent for the acquisition. Uh, and also, the money that he's giving to Hunter Biden, is it really a loan or is he just funneling those profits or part of that 10% uh, of, of a payoff here for that stake in that Chinese company? This stinks to high heaven. And, and by the way, Kevin Morris has not disclosed, Hunter Biden has not disclosed, how much Kevin Morris paid Hunter Biden for 10% in the Chinese state-backed investment fund. Now, the investment fund is called BHR Partners. And we now know that Morris purchased Hunter's stake. Hunter had 10% uh, because Hunter needed to get rid of it uh, once Joe Biden uh, became president. BHR Partners is an entity that is controlled by the Bank of China. And it has about $3 billion currently invested around the world. That's according to BHR Partners' own website. Now, Morris has claimed that he purchased the company because it was, quote, a good business investment. But, of course, we don't know how much he paid. And Morris performed the due diligence on the entity holding the 10% stake in BHR Partners. That entity is named Scan Italy's LLC. I don't know what Scan Italy's means, but that apparently is what, what the name of it was. And he, he said... He knew the price that Hunter paid initially for the stake, and he said, quote, I saw and I still see upside. Well, you know what? It can be very lucrative funding, funneling millions of dollars to the Biden family. There's an entire enterprise they have. And how is it possible that that no one has disclosed how much he paid? The Bank of China, which is a state owned bank, controls BHR Partners. The fund claims that it maintains 22 billion Chinese yuan in various portfolio companies, which is more than $3 billion. It reports investments in companies like Didi Chuxing, a Chinese technology group, Cattle, a lithium-ion manufacturer, Megvi, a deep learning software developer, and in Silico Medicine, a biotechnology company. This stinks to high heaven. And you have to ask, all of the so-called reporters who reported on the lies from the White House, Hunter won't know who's buying the art, Hunter won't know who's funneling in the cash, Hunter, this will be entirely anonymous. How many of those reporters are apologizing? How many of those reporters are going back and correcting their stories? How many of those reporters are standing up at the White House press conference and saying, why did you lie to us? Why did you entice us? into lying to the American people. And I think very few of the reporters are doing so because they knew they were lying when they said it. Nobody with their head not inserted somewhere where it's really dark bought it for a moment. And it's because this was obviously going to be the outcome. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And let me just tell you, in 2024, if you're like me, uh, you had a New Year's resolution. Mine was, I'm going to stop giving my money to companies that literally hate my values and hate what I stand for. That is why when I look at my cell phone now in the top left, it says Patriot. Yes, Patriot Mobile is an incredible company that gives you nationwide dependable coverage 
giving you the same ability to access all three major networks that your phone is using right now, which means you get the same coverage that you're accustomed to, but most importantly, without funding the left. You may not realize that Big Mobile gives big donations to causes and organizations that go completely against your conservative values. We're talking about giving big donations to Democratic causes, candidates, and Planned Parenthood. Well, if you're tired of giving your money to people that hate your values, switch with me to Patriot Mobile. You're not only sending a message that you support free speech, but when you pay your bill every month, 5% of that bill goes back to support conservative causes, supporting free speech, supporting religious freedom, supporting the sanctity of life, supporting your Second Amendment rights, as well as our military, our veterans, and our first responders. How easy is it to switch? They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, and it makes switching easy. You can keep your number you have right now, keep your phone, or upgrade. All you have to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash verdict. That's patriotmobile.com slash verdict. Or call them, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code VERDICT. Join me today. Make the switch. PatriotMobile.com slash VERDICT or 972-PATRIOT. Senator, one other question I want to ask you about Kevin Morris here and, and what we found out. His ownership obviously raises serious questions about his intent for this acquisition. Did he have the Bidens in a bad situation to be able to grab this 10% stake? Because clearly it's worth a lot of money. And then when he says, I'm letting, giving, and letting people borrow money from me, but no one's paying it back yet, that also could turn into a bigger part of this, this investigation on the House side, correct? Uh, it, it could. I mean, we know that, that Hunter... Uh, in 2019 paid or uh, that Morris in 2019 paid Hunter Hunter's IRS debts debts and and reportedly lent him 4.9 million dollars for housing for car payments for legal fees and repayment of the debt you know when it's due after the 2024 election conveniently oh just just never mind not until after election day and then miraculously you know you may have just lost the bill well, maybe I'll just like, you know, paint something on a postcard and give it to you and maybe that'll pay off the debt. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better. 
making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Senator, I also want to move to this other important story that also deals with China, and that is a Chinese lab mapped the deadly coronavirus two weeks before Beijing told the world new documents are showing from the Wall Street Journal, they say Chinese researchers isolated and mapped the virus that caused COVID-19 in late December 2019. That's at least two weeks before Beijing revealed details of the deadly virus to the world. What does it mean? It means they knew about it. Congressional investigators have said, so this raises serious questions about what China knew in the pandemic's crucial early days. These documents that were obtained from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services by a House committee and reviewed by the Wall Street Journal showed that a Chinese researcher in Beijing also uploaded a nearly complete sequence of the virus's structure, most importantly, to a U.S. government-run database on December the 28th of 2019. Wow. Well, and at that time, on December 28th, 2019, Chinese officials were publicly describing the disease outbreak in Wuhan as a viral pneumonia, quote, of unknown cause. And so they're pretending they don't know what this is, and yet they had an almost complete genetic map of it uh, before it had spread out of Wuhan, before it had spread across the world, before it had become a global pandemic. Uh, And... Look, this underscores the point that we have discussed at length. I think the evidence is overwhelming, and it has just become even more overwhelming, that this virus escaped from a Chinese government lab in Wuhan, China. Uh, I think the evidence is significant. It's not necessarily irrefutable, but it is significant. It is more likely than not that this virus was created in that Chinese government lab, that they took naturally occurring viruses and they altered them using gain-of-function research to make them more transmissible, to make them more deadly for humans, and that the virus they created in the lab is the one that escaped. That would certainly explain why they had a genetic map to it, because they had designed it and designed it to be deadly. It is worth remembering that when the COVID pandemic began, the federal government, with Dr. Fauci at the point, insisted that it was a wild conspiracy theory to say that COVID came from a Chinese government lab. 
and the corporate media, like docile, braying sheep, echoed the same thing. We know that Dr. Fauci directly communicated with Mark Zuckerberg and asked Mark Zuckerberg to have Facebook suppress anyone making the argument that COVID came from a Chinese government lab. Now, the Verdict podcast, we did multiple podcasts in March and April uh, of 2020, right when this virus was, was spreading, laying out the evidence then that COVID came from a Chinese government lab. Verdict was one of the very few places you could get that information. You couldn't get it on most of social media. The the corporate media would not air it, and in fact, they would denounce you as a racist, tinfoil hat-wearing lunatic if you said it. It just happened to be true and factual, but never let that get in the way of today's so-called journalists. This also, I think, is very revealing about maybe why Fauci was just so arrogant early on and so quick to say that this was not gain-of-function research. It may have actually been as simplistic of he was covering his his own ass, to be honest, because he understood just how bad this was going to make him look if it came out that the United States was sending money to Wuhan for gain-of-function research, and sure enough, it gets out, and then it kills off many people in the world, and yet he went on Face the Nation. I have to remind people of this. This was back in, in 11-28 of 2021. Fauci said this. But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people could recognize there's a person there, so it's easy to criticize, but they're really criticizing science because I represent science. That's dangerous. I'm science. I am the science, right? That, I mean, that was, that was. hey, Fauci is God. You can't question me. I am the science. You don't know what you're talking about. And it, and it seems like now this was just a full-blown two-year cover-up for him while he had the power to do it. Yes. Uh, as you know, there is an entire uh, chapter in my latest book, Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in America an entire chapter that is dedicated to science. And actually the chapter is called The Science. And so that quote where, where Fauci says, I am science, it, it, it is reminiscent of Louis XIV, who said, L'état c'est moi, I am the state. Fauci says, I am the science. And there is an arrogance to it. There is a politicization to it. And there is a dishonesty to it. And, and by the way, I walk through these facts in great detail in the book Unwoke. So if you haven't gone and bought Unwoke, you ought to go online and buy it because it, it goes into great detail uh, about this deception. And look, based on the, 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 the latest news we know, uh, we know that now, the Chinese researcher who submitted the virus sequence is a researcher named Dr. Lily Ren of the Beijing-based Institute of Pathogen Biology. Now, Dr. Ren did not respond to an email seeking comment. The Institute is part of the state-affiliated Chinese Academy of Medical Sciences. Now, here's what the Chinese embassy is saying now, quote, China has kept refining our COVID response based on science to make it more targeted. Uh, the Chinese spokesperson continued, quote, China's COVID response policies are science-based, effective, and consistent with China's national realities. They can stand the test of history. But here is the timing. 
Dr. Wren submitted the virus to the U.S. database on December 28th, 2019, to a genetic database that is called GenBank, and it is run by the U.S. National Institutes of Health. The first known publication of the, of the sequence of the COVID virus that had been identified, and it's called SARS-CoV-2, came on January 11th, 2020, so roughly two weeks later. And that was after Chinese authorities shared that information with the World Health Organization. Now, interestingly enough, the sequence that Wren provided in December of 2019 was never published and was deleted from the database on January 16th, 2020, after the NIH asked her for more technical details and she didn't respond. And according to NIH protocols, if you don't respond, they delete it. So she filed the sequence two weeks earlier than the world knew about it. And the only explanation, and and, and by, by the way, the sequence published on January 12th, 2020 was nearly identical, nearly identical to the sequence that was submitted by Lily Rand. What does this mean? It means China knew what COVID was. It knew before the world did. It kept it a secret. And the reason is obvious, which is that China had COVID before the world did in a Chinese lab, and then it escaped and poisoned the world. Which brings me to my next question, probably the most important one. If everything that we're now finding out is accurate, there's no reason to believe that it's not, and the wheels are falling off what I would refer to now as a clear cover-up, did Fauci in, in fact, join the Chinese government in helping cover it up with his testimony and with him not being honest with the American people? Of course he did. Fauci actively, aggressively tried to suppress scientific inquiry, scientific discussion, public discussion, social media discussion. Fauci actively wanted to censor anyone pointing out that this came from a Chinese government lab. Now, the most likely reason is that Fauci also, I believe, bears real responsibility for helping fund the research that created COVID. I think he was covering his own ass not wanting people to know of his responsibility for it. And so, look, when people are guilty, they engage in cover-ups. It's why the White House covers up Hunter Biden's art sales. It's the same reason Fauci covers up the Chinese government lab's complicity is because he was complicit as well, and that's why he was trying to silence and stifle inquiry. And remember, this is a man who says, I am science. And so you cannot question the man behind the curtain. Lastly, will there be any accountability for Fauci? Obviously not uh, with this administration. But is there a way to hold him accountable for this in the future? Uh, If Republicans gain control of the Senate, they have the House in this next election that comes up. Or is it just, yeah, he lied. He got away with it. He lied under oath. So be it. Move on. Look, I hope that Fauci is held accountable. I believe the Department of Justice should investigate him and very possibly indict and prosecute him for lying under oath to Congress. Um, Listen, if you look at these new documents, the Wall Street Journal reports that Dr. Wren is listed in contract documents as being a collaborator on a U.S.-funded project to show how coronaviruses can be transferred from animals to humans. The work, which included co- collecting bat samples in China, was overseen by the nonprofit EcoHealth Alliance. And 
those facts we pointed out on this podcast in March of 2020, right at the outset of the pandemic, that the bats that were supposedly the source of this virus, the closest they occurred in nature was 900 miles away from Wuhan. But where you could find the bat viruses was in the Wuhan Institute for Virology, which was just nine miles away from the wet market where the outbreak first occurred. And as I pointed out in, in my book on woke, the odds of that randomly happening of an outbreak randomly happening within nine miles from a lab that was studying the same virus just on a pure mathematical level is is less than one in 10,000. It's why it was obvious on the front end. But we had vested interests in our government, most specifically Dr. Anthony Fauci, that desperately did not want, want the world to know the truth. It's a new year, 2024, and a lot of you are trying to get your finances in order. There is some great news for homeowners. Interest rates have dropped and are now in the fives, a lot lower than they were last year. If you have been buried in high interest credit card debt, now's the time to break free. American Financing can help you access the cash in your home to pay off your high interest debt. Last year, their salary-based mortgage consultants helped customers save an average of $854 a month. That's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. What a way to start the new year. And if you start today, you may be able to delay two mortgage payments. Call American Financing today, 888-675-4090. That's 888-675-4090. AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLS APR for rates in the five start at 6.406%. For well qualified borrowers, call 888 675 4090 for details about credit costs and terms. Senator, I also want to move to another story that deals with, uh, oddly enough, China yet again and the Biden family, but this is an issue at the University of Penn. And the University of Penn, to remind people, is what hosts the Biden think tank. And we are seeing now through the Biden Penn Center, Chinese donations have skyrocketed, including money directly from the CCP linked sources. This coming from Fox News, it says the University of Pennsylvania, home of President Biden's think tank, recently tripled its donations originating from China. Records reviewed by Fox News Digital show the Washington, D.C. office of Biden's think tank, the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement, previously found itself under a microscope after confidential documents, top secret documents, were found at the center. The discovery led to questions regarding Chinese donations to the University of Pennsylvania, which harbors that think tank. And that's just the beginning of this story. Well, it is, and, and the numbers are stunning. So from 2021 to 2022, Penn received $8.6 million from Communist China, $8.6 million in one year. Now, that number is staggering, but actually the next year, they tripled their haul. So between mid-2022 and mid-2023, Penn pulled in $25 million from entities and individuals in China. So they tripled the amount. And overall, 
Japan has amassed nearly $130 million in donations from China between mid-2018 and mid-2023, which is a massive, massive increase. Why is China investing so heavily in Penn? And Penn, just quinty, quinky dinky, happens to be the place that was paying Joe Biden before he was president, nearly a million dollars a year for a no-show job where he occasionally showed up to teach a class and other than that, jetted around the world living like the idle rich. Coincidentally, is, is a university where we now know that, that Joe Biden illegally had classified documents stored. And, and all of this is intertwined. We know that Hunter Biden and the Biden family made millions of dollars from communist China, that Hunter Biden shook down the Chinese communists for personal enrichment. And the obvious inference is it wasn't just enrichment of their family. It was also enrichment of Penn, it, which in turn was enriching the Biden family. And the part that also is so frustrating is there's really no one that's covering this story. Uh, Stuart Varney on Fox Business he did cover it, and this is what it sounded like, but the rest of the media is silent on this. Now, this, the University of Pennsylvania seeing a big surge in Chinese donations. Lauren, how much are we talking about, and do we know why uh, we got this big surge? How much? $25 million in one year between mid-2022 and the middle of last year. That was triple the year before. Why? Good question. Uh, one donor is actually a political consultant for the CCP. Another, a private equity founder in China with ties to President Xi. President Biden was a professor at Penn after he was vice president. Uh, the school paid him $776,000. That is way more than a professor makes. Yeah. It hosts his think tank. Yeah, okay. You, okay. Know where, you know where we're going here, don't yeah. you? I mean, Not, the Biden family mm. has taken a great deal of money from China. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and now the Chinese are giving money to the school where his think tank is and where his docu personal doc classified documents were found. Remember in the office well, there? Yeah. Yep. One of the things in that in that reporting there that I think we should talk about is you're getting a donation from someone that advises the Chinese Communist Party. Senator, you, you deal with a lot of donations when you're running for office. If somebody gives you a massive donation and they're advising the Chinese Communist Party, I'm assuming you're not going to accept that. And if you or you're going to give it back, of course, this is not hard. And there's nobody asking the White House, hey, are you guys going to give this money back to communists that are trying to clearly buy influence? Well, they're clearly trying to buy influence at Penn. And nobody gives that kind of money for nothing. They don't give that kind of money without expecting to get a benefit in return. And the interconnection of the Bidens. Look, the Bidens, all of the evidence indicates that the Bidens made a decision decades ago that they were going to get rich by shaking down the enemies of America and shaking them down, demanding millions of dollars in exchange either for favors from Joe Biden or millions of dollars in order not to be targeted for retribution by Joe Biden. Now, if that is correct, that is called bribery, and it is a felony. It is also explicitly enumerated in the Constitution as grounds for impeachment, and the entire corporate media could not care one iota. The New York Times cannot be bothered to worry if the President of the United States has been bribed by communist China. That is not news in their politicized world. 
CNN can't be bothered to worry about it. MSNBC, not news there. ABC, NBC, CBS. Why is it that you had to play Fox Business? Because none of the, the corporate media is willing even to cover it. Facts be damned. They have a political mission to uphold. Will there be any of this that you think will be used to actually expose the Biden family in this campaign cycle? I mean, when you're talking about this much money, it's not a little bit of money. It's a hell of a lot of money. Uh, and, and, And the other part here is they mentioned the numbers tripled. Right when we got closer to this election, when he announced he was running for re-election, it's like, oh, wait, he's still in the game. OK, we better send money. Look, I think there needs to be a serious investigation. There needs to be enhanced federal scrutiny of universities that are on the take from communist China. Uh, one of the very first pieces of legislation that I ever authored and passed when I was a brand new baby senator was legislation focusing on exactly this issue and in particular what are called Confucius Institutes. So Confucius Institutes have been started at, at U.S. universities all across the country, and they're funded by communist China. They're controlled by communist China. And, and China goes to the schools and say, hey, we'll start this institute, and, and your students can learn Chinese, and they'll get educated on China. And China uses them, number one, for espionage, and number two, for propaganda, to push the messages that they want U.S. college students to hear from communist China. And so When I was newly elected to the Senate, I introduced legislation that prohibited federal Department of Defense dollars from going to a university that has a Confucius Institute, that if you're going to take the Chinese money, you don't get DOD money. And I was on the Senate Armed Services Committee at the time. I introduced it. I ended up getting bipartisan support for it, and it was adopted with both Democrats and Republicans supporting it. It it passed through the Harry Reid Senate, so we had a Democrat majority Senate. And, and ultimately, Barack Obama signed it into law, and my legislation resulted in dozens of Confucius Institutes shutting down because universities made the very reasonable decision that they wanted DOD dollars more than the Chinese money for Confucius Institutes. We need to do more on this. We need to cut off this Chinese money that is going to universities across the board. But with Penn, there appears to be more than simple influence peddling. China's doing this in a lot of universities, and it's a broad problem. But with Penn, the volume is so great that on the face of it, it seems to be deeply intertwined with Joe Biden and the fact that Penn gave a home for him. And so giving money to Penn was a way to give money directly to Joe Biden. Inflation is heavily eroding your purchasing power, putting your savings, your retirement accounts and your future legacy at risk. With more taxes, the continuing threat of war, a national debt exceeding $34 trillion, as well as the push for central bank digital currencies, our financial freedom is at stake. If you have $50,000 or more in retirement savings, you may be at risk. In times of economic uncertainty, securing your family's financial future is essential. And that's why I want you to know about Freedom Gold USA. They are here to empower you. You can act now. By calling them, 1-800-655-8843. Or you can visit them at freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. Why? Because the team at Freedom Gold USA is ready to help you preserve your wealth and provide stability in these uncertain times. Learn how to add gold and silver to your IRA or have it shipped to your home. Safeguard your wealth with physical gold and silver and take control of your financial future. 
Now, here's the other perk. If you call them right now at 1-800-655-8843 or online at freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben, you will see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Do you believe that Joe Biden will dodge the debates against uh, Donald Trump because now he's going to have to answer these questions on stage? I mean, if he's much more vulnerable now than he was when they ran against each other last time, because last time he could just say, hey, it's all a lie. The laptop's a lie. I got 50 plus people. They're saying it's a lie. Uh, none of this is real. Now you can't do that this time. Yeah, I, I actually don't. I, I, I think Biden, if he is the nominee, uh, will debate. I think we'll have a couple of debates. I think their strategy will be to hide Joe Biden in the basement for the entirety of the campaign. And so the debates may be about the only time you see Biden during the entire campaign. And I think for the debates, they'll pump him full of a bunch of drugs and try to make him alert for an hour for 90 minutes. And that'll be it. And and look, will they debate internally? Will they discuss internally? Does Joe Biden skip the debate? Sure, they would love to. And by the way, we saw precedent last cycle. The governor of Pennsylvania refused to debate a Democrat, the governor of Arizona, uh, refused to debate a Democrat. It's a very dangerous precedent. I think the Democrats will conclude that if Biden ducks the debate, the American people will assume he's too feeble and mentally diminished to be able to debate. And so I think that will scare them enough that they will end up producing Biden for a couple of debates pumped full of of, of drugs for a little little while. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. We'll keep covering it. Don't forget, we do this show Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can listen on your way to work for lunch or on the way back. Make sure you hit that subscribe, follow, or auto-download button, especially if you are on Apple. you got to check in that top corner. They've changed their algorithms for 2024, and uh, many of you have said, hey, I'm not getting the downloads automatically. So make sure you have that follow uh, up at the top right checked so that you don't miss an episode. And the center and I will see you back here uh, for the week in review Saturday as well. I'm Hannah Storm and my new podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm chronicles my six decades in professional basketball from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.